0: Link, start! Senpai. Senpai! Catchy till I die, all these lollies call me. Rubbin' on her die, she stay wet for her. Shawty's so kawaii, it would die for her. Riding and watch tie all the time with... let it breathe let it breathe it's been way too long since i've heard this what up weebs and welcome in to the return of the anime senpai podcast Oh, starting off the new year, right. Goodbye, 2022. Hello, 2023. As some would say, a new year, a new me now let me say something real quick not only did i miss you guys hi it's good to talk to you welcome back in not only do i think the fact that the digits changed by going up by one that this whole new year new me bullcrap that goes around in this world is absolutely baffling to me and let me tell you why i'm coming off hot i got a lot to say i think if you wait for one day one reason, one purpose to finally be better as a person to change your life, to add these new year's resolutions or to do things to better yourself, you wait for a new year to start it, it's already too late. The reason why I say that is every day matters. The day now, tomorrow, this moment, after whatever it may be, everything is iconic in the aspects of making a different and a change today. Stop waiting for something. Don't wait for somebody to come out of the clouds to save you. Don't wait for the news to tell you to do something different. Don't wait for a different calendar date or something to better yourself. Like, you deserve more than that. You deserve to start having that anime body you've always dreamed of. You deserve to be more financially free. You deserve to take the chances in going to new locations, to start a new job, to apply to new places, to try to better yourself, to eat better, to sleep more, to wake up earlier, to take cold showers, to do something new. When was the last time you did something for the first time? I'm just saying this. If you're the type a person that has to sit there and be like goodbye 2020 bitch it's 2023 new year new me I'm about to get crazy you're the same people I see in the gym every single year and you make it hellish for two months because y'all start showing up seeing a little bit of a difference seeing a little bit of a pop in your biceps or you see a little bit of a cut in your ab or the jeans you're wearing just get a little bit tighter and then you tell yourself that's it I'm done I'm going back to my normal thing I'm getting comfortable again stop getting comfortable Stop with that crap, start living your best life, start obtaining that anime body you've always dreamed of, chase your favorite waifus in real life, because I promise you they're probably not out there, but still, they can come close. Just go and talk to that girl, talk to that guy, be somebody new, have some fun, do something new for the first time that you haven't done in a long time, and enjoy yourself. So goodbye, old you. Hello, new you. Goodbye, 2022. Hello, 2023. So, yes, uh, it has been many moons since we've last talked. And there has been an abundant amount of things that I have done since we have last talked. So to start you guys off, the biggest reason why I had to take a step back from doing content on TikTok, as well as doing a lot of these podcasting things between this show and the Shallow Ocean show, is it's always good to take a break from stuff. But also, I started some new endeavors. So I started streaming on this platform called Drip. And if you've heard me talk about it before, it's an awesome streaming site. It's basically like WhatNot where you can do breaking. I partnered with this great company called Overdose Gaming. Shout out to Adam and Eric. They supply me with all these anime goodie products, these trading cards. I've been ripping it late into the night, having fun with this whole community I've built. They've joined the Discord. I love all you guys. It's been such a good time. It just took a lot of time and focus. So I mean, I was streaming multiple times during the week for like like six seven hours at times i also was a part of their dripcember event so i had to get that all situated plus i gotta get all these orders packaged and shipped out and all this it was just a lot to handle as well as including the fact that towards the end of the year so around the last month i would say uh work gets very hectic i work in radio and television so there was multiple shifts i had to fill in on i had to also go to the tv side and fill in with colin cowherd ah all that stuff that's that's his little his knack that's what he does every time he starts an hour if you didn't know but I'm finally back. We're focused. And going into 2023, it's a new me, bitch. We're back on track. I was waiting for the new year. All that bullshit I said before this, it doesn't matter. No, it's back to getting to these things that I love to do. I honestly love this. I love sitting down. I love talking to you guys. I love having the freedom to rant on these things that I see within this anime career I've been on. Throughout the abundant amount of shows I've watched, having a month away from anime, having time to break down all of 2022 before we move forward with everything. So I hope you've been doing well. Life has been great for me. Everything has been spent. Spectacular, And also, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'm pretty sure I did. I have never done in a long time. This is probably one of those things that I just mentioned. When was the last time you did something for the first time? Let me tell you something. I completed the entirety of GOT. G-O-T, as the cool kids say. Say less, cap'n, no shit, you got the rhythm. Uh game of thrones i have completed the entirety of game of thrones all eight seasons every single episode from start to finish within that month and a little bit into this december as well and let me tell you something it's a 10 out of 10 show i have not been somebody who has watched a live action show in a long long time why you ask? Well, I think anime is supreme. I think anime does something that a multitude of different spectrums of entertainment, whether it be movies, whether it be sitcoms, whether it be romance novels, whatever it may be, anything else that you can think of besides reading mangas or literature or something like that, I truly believe now Television has fallen off a cliff. A lot of these different shows, a lot of these different things I know people are gonna say, Oh my god, how can you how can you say that there's been so many good series lately? Okay, that's for you to say, that's your opinion, you know, my opinion's better, that's why I have a show. But still, I have not gone into any of this stuff because anime to me is the last pillar of hope for creativity that's unbiased with politics, all this other stuff, and don't get me wrong, I know there is some stuff there, but I still think it's one of the most free-flowing platforms where since anime is blowing up slowly more in the Western culture, the is you can create an entire world out of nothing and in doing so you can actually bring to life something as beautiful as like let's just say Neon Genesis where the entirety of the story was focused on his aspects of himself, of Yuji. Everything was on him and him accepting himself and moving forward and finally saying it was all about me this entire time and how dope is that to say that these kind of aspects and how crazy it can make people go that you can take an entire population of people and throw them for such a Like, for example, with Neon Genesis, that the guy was receiving death threats, death threats with how he ended the show, death threats. He literally had to come back and make an entire different ending that followed the storyline that it would start off with just because people, their little pea brains, can't fathom the fact of what happened. So just like in Game of Thrones, I was ecstatic to finally watch this show, unbiased, Nobody affecting my mind. Nobody telling me anything about it. It's been years since it's been out. It's gone. Everybody's watching House of Dragons, which was terrible, by the way. That series is dog crap. But I had nothing to take away from it, nothing to spoil it. I could focus completely and utterly on this show. And let me tell you this. The amount of people that wanted to give this show hate because of how it ended, you're selfish. You were absolutely selfish. The way this show went, and I won't spoil too much for you, but I'm going to say some stuff about the ending here. So if you haven't seen it now, it's been years since it's out. You screw you. You've been waiting too long. I can't believe people are utterly disappointed with the last few seasons of Game of Thrones. And this is what's funny. Everybody I talked to after I've watched it it's like repeat. Everybody says the same thing. Well, you know, after after they had to go off the books and there was nothing left for them to follow, those last two to three seasons were just not that good. They just didn't hit the same. They left me lacking with so much. There was so much left on the table. They went to so many different... It was just not how it should have ended. Uh, Xerxes... <laughs> I know it's not her name, but the main queen. She deserved to die more brutally. Daenerys didn't need to die that way. Jon Snow didn't need to do what he did. Okay, yes. Everything that they did was off script. Sure. You want to say the main producer guy, whoever was in charge of Game of Thrones, he tried to wrap stuff up quickly because he had to do the Star Wars movie and go over to Disney. Sure, you can say all of that if you want to. But to sit here and to tell me with a straight face that Game of Thrones not only fell off towards the end, but you hated the ending? Bruh. Have you never heard of something called It's not about the destination, it's about the journey Call Miss Cleo for your reservation today I'm telling you this was one of the most spectacular journeys I have been on in a long time. I was gripped by the edge of my bed because, trust me, I watch this in the middle of the night. I was watching so many episodes, I can't tell you how many countless nights I ended up stopping at 5am or 6am because I had to go to sleep because of how much time I was investing into this show. The journey was beautiful. It was poetic. A medieval time, a setting like no other. The story, the families, the investment, the Starks. The Targaryens, the Lannisters, everything, the Tyrells, every the families was great. Every tie-in, nothing was rushed. Everything connected to each other. There was nothing played out. Nothing that didn't need to be there. No fillers. It was so well done. And my favorite thing about the whole show was the ending. Now, hear me out. I love the fact that you got to see this main character. I'm Jon Snow. I'm a bastard. I'm from the Night's Watch. I died and came back to life and hanged all the people who stabbed me. I just feel like he talks so weird. I, I don't know about it, but it's just maybe it's just I'm Jon Snow. Hakuna Matata. I just wasn't a fan. But the fact that you see Jon Snow fold like a wet paper towel. And I mean, this dude literally falls in love with Daenerys spoilers ahead falls in love with Daenerys they like end up hooking up all this stuff he ends up working with her for the dragonglass on the bottom of her stone Key because he needs it to find the undead the zombies the ice king yada 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 which was a cool part by the way I like the zombie time but they literally start hooking up they fall in love with each other then he's like oh no you're my aunt I can't love you the way I did now shut the John. shut up what are you doing Oh, okay, because now all of a sudden, because you never grew up with her, you never knew her, you fell in love with her, but now that because she's your aunt from blood, what the? The Targaryens do that stuff anyways. Bro, like, John, why did you collapse and fold? He literally turned Daenerys into what she was. She went full Anakin Skywalker and said, The good Daenerys, you all know, she's dead. It's full on Darth Vader. Black attire. I'm burning King's Landing from the top down. Everybody's dying. It was so insane to see her switch. And- And the fact that the main queen, I always think Xerxes, I don't know why, but her name's like something with an X, but she had to watch everything fall in front of her and she lost everything, everything. Her father used her, her brother loving side, all that stuff. Everything just fell apart from her. She lost it all. And the way she died in the bottom with her brother, I loved it. I thought it was poetic. It was great. But the fact John had to kill Daenerys, what a snowflake. He's not Jon Snow. He's Jon Snowflake. The guy literally was like, I've got to stop her. She's went dark mode you turned her dark mode and then after he does he's locked away gets sent to the north wall and he's like did we make the right choice Tyrion?" yes of course dude like it all played out so great and then Bron, bran whatever the guy in the wheelchair he turns into king and everybody's like oh and then of course he turns into king he knew he was going to be king the whole time it was so well done he literally had the line the best line in the show where they're like do you uh, are you okay being king will you accept the crown and he's like Why do you think I traveled all this way? Mm, Get him, son! That was beautiful. Beautiful how it ended. Everything about it was so well done. Sure, did I want it to end that way? No! I wanted Jon Snow to go full dark mode with Daenerys, burn the whole place down, and start a whole new thing, break the wheel. I thought it was awesome, but then Jon Snow, the light inside of me, I listened to Tyrion. We're all gonna go against her because we were literally the part that changed her. God. 10 out of 10. Love Game of Thrones. As you can tell, that got me really hot. (laughs) So welcome to 2023. Hot takery, a lot of fun and entertainment and also all my love to you guys. I hope you're doing well. I hope this year brings you fruitfulness, prosperities, love, adventures and also health, health, health. All the health to you guys. I don't know if you know this, like 90% of people are sick these days. So I hope you guys are healthy. Remember, it's what you eat. You are what you eat. What you eat either makes you sick or heals you. So remember that. So now, what can you expect moving forward from this show? It's quite simple. You can expect weekly podcasts again. You can expect the daily TikTokery to pick up again and you can also pick this back up where the show fell off. Moving forward, having fun, more guests. I already have some planned ahead of me. Doing some great things creativity wise. Maybe going to different venues, doing live shows of different stuff. Gonna build myself a gaming PC so I can do some streaming on Twitch as well as streaming the show on Twitch while I'm recording the show because why not? I feel like that's a great idea and also giving you guys some great stuff some predictions along the way making sure i give back to you guys the way that i should have been this entire time patreon's back on for all the people who have been in patreon this whole time supporting you guys are amazing 86 is dropping this week as well there's a lot of fun stuff ahead man i'm excited because crunchyroll they also do this thing at the end of the year crunchyroll has their crunchyroll award ceremony. And what they do is they give you these nominations for different categories at end 2022 And what I'm going to do with you guys is once they have announced their nominees and all the people who are nominated for an award, we're going to go through and predict every single one. And I'm going to try to go 100% on this one because I've said before, and I'm going to do this too, I'm going to tell you who should win, but then I'm also going to tell you who's going to win. That's what I'm going to do. Because I have a good gauge on on this, uh, the populace of the world and the anime fans and where it goes. So let's just say That's going to be fun. That should be coming up shortly this month or next month. I don't always remember when uh, Crunchyroll drops it, but we can look forward to that. So now... As we can look forward to that, I also want to have some fun today with our own little nominees, you could say. Because I think there's no better way to bring in 2023 than looking back at 2022. And how will we do that, you say? Well, I have a plethora of different categories I would like to go through with you guys to find the best and the worst from both sides. So a couple of examples. The best and the worst anime from 2022. The best and the worst OP. The opening song and the closing song song from 2022 oh the best main characters and the worst main characters the best plot line etc etc we're gonna have a lot of fun with that but before we do i've noticed that i haven't done this in a while and since i've been gone for so long i wanted to see who was still playing me around the world so why don't we do this while we still can weebs all around the world (laughs) You know who you are. You keep playing this show on the road. Some new ones popped up. And I'm surprised who's the top five in the U.S. So let's not waste any time and start with the weebs around the world. At number five, España, Spain. Spain coming in at number five. Germany at number four. Guten Tag. It's almost Oktoberfest. Uh, Well, it's not almost. It's like 10 months away. But still, Guten Tag. It's now 2023. I hope you're doing good. Number three is the U.K. Number two is Canada. Canada, hey, how y'all doing up there? Hopefully it's not too snowy and you're all doing well. And number one, the United States. Used to be of America. Now it's just the United States. USA, baby. Shout out to the top five around the world. And quickly, since I'm in the United States. The top five in the United States. Number five is Texas. Tejas, everything's bigger in Texas. Number four is Missouri. Mizza, Mizza, Missouri. Number three is Utah. Number two is California. And number one is Florida. Shout outs to Florida. Y'all are amazing out there. Now I can see, and since we're back full-fledged, can Florida keep the torch burning? Or will California make a rush back? Because California is always number one. So I'm super yoked to see y'all Floridians. 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 (laughs) You Floridans, if y'all can keep it up at number one. So much love to you guys. I appreciate all of you. And that is without a doubt the weebs all around the world. So now everybody, 2022, what a freaking year. I can easily say that to date, this is the greatest anime year we have ever had And what's crazy is that I say that is that when you look forward to what the animes are coming out in 2023, uh 2023 is probably going to be the greatest anime year ever, but it's fine. As of right now, 2022, 2022 is the greatest anime year in my existence as an anime fan. In my 32 years on this earth, everything I've been through, everything I've watched, all the anime fandom that I've had along this way... Some iconic stuff has happened this entire time, and it is so cool to see that not only do we have one of the greatest animes of our time coming to a closer with one final part in the horizon, and finally seeing the rumbling coming to life, and seeing Aaron Yeager live long enough to not only be the hero, but it turn also into the villain of the world. Wow. Also having shows like My Dress Up Darling that came out of nowhere from left field and literally, and I mean quite literally, stood up above the rest over some iconic shows that were coming out the same time for multiple weeks in a row. Can you fathom that? Do you really understand how crazy it is that my dress-up darling was over Attack on Titan and Demon Slayers Season 2 for multiple weeks in a row? That is iconic to me. Gojo Kun and Marin turned into one of our favorite anime couples in such a short amount of time. It stole our heart. It was a show that did something so right Without even trying to do what it did, it just made a highlight on cosplaying. And it did the slice of life vibe that everybody's so used to, but it did it so tastefully, so well done. With a character design almost comparable to someone like 002 who carried the entirety of Darling and the Franks, you had Marin carry the show on her back. Marin carried the show on her back. Gojo-kun is an innocent soul. He complimented her so well. God, they were so beautiful. I could not believe exactly what happened there. Not only that, not only did Attack on Titan not come closer to its finale with seeing the rumbling, not only did we have My Dress Up Darling, which came out of nowhere, left field and shooketh everybody to their core, we also had an iconic Big Three anime finally come back for one of its closing parts, which well is going to be in four parts, but still, closing parts of Bleach, the Thousand Year Blood War finally came back to us. After so many moons and so many days that have passed, we finally get to see one of the most iconic shows in our history of anime. And let me tell you this real quick. If you're somebody who sits there And wants to berate Bleach by saying, oh, you know, it wasn't that great. You know, it's such an old show, Ichigo, whatever. I mean, he has a half-white face mask on. It just looks like an Edo period samurai show. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? How about the fact that I said it's one of the big three animes of all time? Do you understand how iconic that is because to be complimented as one of the big three animes, you have done something iconic for the brand of anime, the culture, the genres of everything to prolifically and heightened it to an aspect unobtainable without it. That's what that means. Do you understand why in sports they have somebody called the goat, the greatest of all time? There's not goats. I think that's the stupidest thing I hear, by the way. If you say, oh, it's one of the goats. No, there's one goat. There's not multiple greatest of all time. Then it would be called the greatest plural of all time. No, it's called goats. Greatest of all time. To be called the greatest of all time in your sport means you literally did things that are unobtainable and unfathomable to accomplish on a standard of a human level. Do you get that? So for example, Michael Jordan, guy won like six titles, brought the Bulls to an iconic level, heightened sports. On the aspects of basketball, making it such an inclusive sport, welcoming it in, that's insane. Tom Brady, winning as many championships as he did with all this different team in a football aspect. Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps, uh, Serena Williams. There are so many iconic athletes in their fields. They are called the GOAT for a reason. If you want to say GOATs in saying like in a multitude of different aspects from the different sports genres, that's fine. But these are called the big three because of what they've done. And trust me. I'm somebody who threw a lot of shade. I'm talking about a shitload of hate towards, uh, you could say, Bleach, because of the fact of how now all these streaming sites and these streaming platforms are going to be fighting for anime shows moving forward. I hope you guys are ready for this. I hope you know I'm going to miss the day where all I needed was Netflix, Crunchyroll, and Funimation. That's all I needed. That's all you needed. You could have gotten almost every single show without anything else. And here's another thing. I am so disappointed in people who talk about pirating videos and just going to free aspects. Because trust me, if you're somebody who doesn't have enough money to uh, watch these shows through like a paid subscription platform, I get it. And trust me, I'm not hating on you. But I know for a fact, it ain't tough to spend 13, 12, 15, 10, whatever it is, a month to watch anime. Do you understand that supports these sites to go out there, to pay for these shows, to put it on their platform? If we didn't pay, we wouldn't get these sites. Like, do you understand that? When you invest your money into a show, a platform, or to any aspect of a category of a field, so say video gaming, say sports, whatever it is, you're investing in it being an entertainment platform. So to invest in anime means that you are spending good earned cash of yourself to make it blossom as an industry okay don't be these people that just pirates things because you can get it for free that's not how it works it's like porn stop watching porn it's destroying your minds and your viewpoints on everything else unless it's a harem anime or very etchy or lewd something like uh interspecies reviewers but that's for another time stop Poisoning yourself. Stop not supporting this brand. Just cough up a little bit of cash if you can. If you're available to. I know I do. It's because I support the industry. I love anime. I love talking anime. I love watching anime. So I'm going to help as much as I can. But also, we also had some other... Gr- I know I go on riffs randomly. Sorry. It's just it's the way my mind works. You, you're here because you like it. Also, besides Bleach, besides my dress up darling, besides Attack on Titan... We finally had the completion to kaguya Love is War. Do you guys understand that On a, there's a multitude of different anime websites you can use, but there's one in particular. And on this site, it became the number one anime out of the entirety of the site. If you know what site I'm talking about, it's because you're in on the the little uh, Gispo. And for the life of me, I can't even remember the site right now. But it's basically where you just compile all of the shows you've watched. You rate it when you're done. And then you can see how everybody else rated it and everybody around you, your peers. I don't know why I'm forgetting the, the website right now. But anyways kagusama love is war finally came to a completion it's one of the top rom-coms of our time i know my boy tim shout out to tim he is a huge fan of the show so it was really cool to see that he finally got to have his completion to the show he loves so much and also we had a show that came out of nowhere and sweeped the world by the chinny chin chin the hairs on its chin cyberpunk edge runners. Now, the reason why I say this is because I'm telling you this from an aspect of somebody who's pretty plugged into the anime world. As somebody who goes to a lot of different events that host different events, cosplaying stuff, whatever it may be, I'm somebody that's went to a lot of stuff. I talk to a lot of people. I consume a lot of content. I see a lot of people's posts. Nobody was talking about cyberpunk. And I mean nobody. There might have been some few people here that knew in the industry, knew it was coming out, read the stories, whatever it may be. This show was unbelievable i can't tell you how many people i saw cosplaying the main white-haired chick from this show on my uh on TikTok and all this stuff it's all it's mostly because these TikToker cosplays can't make content unless they're cosplaying but i guess it's talent nowadays but the fact is i've never seen so many people talk so highly of this show especially coming out of the cyberpunk game which flopped when it came out and everything and i thought personally The whole cyberpunk aspect of the genre was really falling off after the 90s into early 2000s. But the fact this show came out and did it so effing well, especially the completion within a one series thing, shout outs to Trigger, dude. Absolutely shout outs to Trigger. I could not fathom the ability. I put it off so long before I watched this show. And I promise you this. I am utterly shocked at how well it was. I uh, Dog. Woo! If you haven't seen it yet, I ain't spoiling anything. Go effing watch it. How about one of the greatest sports animes of our time? Also came out in 2022 and I could argue is already leaps and bounds above Haiku. Yeah, I said it. Get your panties in a bunch. Blue Lock. Blue Lock came out so perfectly timed, it literally dropped as the World Cup was about to begin in 2022, 2022, whatever you guys like, who cares? I couldn't believe it. I could not believe how insane Blue Lock was. I heard everything about it. Building up to the release was iconic. Everybody knew about it. I personally had no idea. Watched the first episode. I was locked And the best part about it is it got me so damn hyped for the World Cup. I was touting on TikTok that Japan was going to go all the way and win the World Cup. You know why I say that? Not only did they beat Spain, they beat Germany in their tier. Nobody was expecting Japan to move out of their group stage. And they did. You know why? Because of Blue Lock. Blue Lock was real. The Blue Lock is real! They literally were showing you an inside look of every that has been going on inside of Japan, and they love soccer. They love soccer. They love basketball. Soccer is a very big thing in their country, their culture, and the fact they did so well this time, I was on cloud nine. Absolutely loved it was a great freaking show too and yeah come at me if you don't agree but yeah they're way better than haiku uh we also had continuations of a lot of great shows that came out this year as well we had overlord reincarnated as a slime we also had two-year eternity we also had made an abyss we had uh freaking that came back out of nowhere out of all this time classroom of the elite also with uh the devil's a part-timer don Machi series uh, season f- what was it four there were so many Continuations and seasons That came out that we have been waiting on I couldn't believe it I literally was stumpethed At how many great things Actually were coming out with their new seasons A new JoJo's thing dropped A new Golden Commune dropped I'm trying to think off the top of my head There were so many My Hero 6 dropped There were some Mob Psycho 3 a Spy Family Which by the way I don't want to not give them the just they deserve Spy Family was so left field for me. I know you might have been on top of it. I know you maybe have been ready for it or was waiting for it. I was not expecting your Anya. Lloyd, Anya, and Yor, to steal our hearts and become the anime family we all needed. Bro, we can barely get along with our own families on holidays, and most people barely see their families during a year. The fact this family was made from a spy an assassin and a psychic little girl and turned into our most favorite family. In all of anime, within one freaking season, was supreme to me. I could not believe how much hype this show got. And the fact if you go to Crunchyroll and see the amount of ratings it got for this show, it skyrocketed into the public eye like no anime I've ever seen done before. I was... I personally was shocked by my dress-up darling because I'm personally a guy, again, my top-tier genres are fantasies, slice-of-lives, rom-coms, anything like that. I'm that kind of guy. I love those shows. That's why I love Seinfeld when I was growing up and stuff. But I was shocked at how well-received my dress-up darling was. I do believe that a big aspect of social media now and the hype these different shows get is what builds a lot of the the pretext for why these shows succeed and do so well and why a lot of the public eye are able to find these shows. But I was utterly stumped that spy family not only did so well but they instantly within one year had two parts drop and both were extremely well received I know a lot of people said number two doesn't hit just like number one does but I mean let's be honest how many other series out there where the sequels are better than the original I mean none we could sit here and have this debate all we want I mean the matrix dog the matrix first one nothing comes close to it Lord of the Rings nothing comes close to it there's a bunch of shows fast and furious but I mean I like Tokyo Drift but still now they're in space or whatever it is there is a really incredible thing that was done this year in anime and in my attribute i think if i had to look back and tell you exactly what this year proved to me is that number one anime is for sure for sure popular now it is popular here even in the united states i see it on tiktok i saw how last year i started a tiktok within what was it august or some shit like that august or towards the end of it I think it was August, and then within four months, I got 120,000 followers on TikTok, and I haven't even posted in the, like, the last month because I've been so busy. How crazy is that to see that anime is so big now? If you're somebody who has an opinion or is passionate or brings something of the focal point of knowledge or insight or news, whatever it is, people will love it, man, and they will eat it up and engage with you, and that's what I love is the community base behind it. The fact that one of the video that i did on tiktok which was the most polarizing was basically saying that one piece is not the greatest anime of all time was astounding to me of seeing how many people came and had to defending and all this stuff and back and forth it's like dude it's just an opinion who cares everybody has an opinion it's like everybody has an asshole they all smell who cares and it doesn't mean i'm better than yours but it it does because you know this is my show but still i was ecstatic to see how much has happened how much has grown and especially where this is going to take us now y'all really have no idea How big this is, because I'm going to make a prediction here real quick moving forward. Some of our favorite shows are going to be remade now or rebooted. The reason why I say that is because my all-time favorite show is Spice and Wolf. Most people probably have never heard of Spice and Wolf. Most people have probably never watched it. It's basically a show on economics about this deity, this wolf god, her name's Holo, this traveling merchant named Lawrence. They meet together. They go on an adventure. And surprisingly... They actually made two seasons worth of the anime for it. And it's like over 10 or something years ago now. I have all the light novel set. I have the collector's edition. the uh, It's like renaissance booklet that it's all put together. I love this show so much. The fact that they're rebooting the show and that kind of a show that has a cult following. Can you imagine what this means for newer shows that are going to be coming to the forefront or shows that are some of the most iconic ones from our past? Like take a moment just to think about this. Disney has went into the anime market now and paid top dollar to have um to have Bleach on their streaming platform of Hulu. Disney also, if you go to their Disney Plus, has one of their own in-house animes on there. I forget the name of it, but everybody told me how great it was and how much of an insanely good show it is. And it is only going to be moving forward now because Disney is getting their hat into buying their own anime companies. As well as all these streaming platforms now, they know what's going on. Netflix has their exclusives. Hulu has exclusives. Amazon Prime has their exclusives. Disney's going to have their own exclusives. We're going to have to freaking fight tooth and nail to go to certain platforms just to watch our favorite shows. And you know what's coming back? Not only was I yoked to see that Trigun's coming back, and the 3D animation style looks so epic. It's just like Chainsaw Man, which, by the way, was another freaking amazing show from this year that I not even get to talk about yet. The fact that these shows are now going to be coming back, Naruto's going to come back. Do you guys know Naruto is literally going to come back and have its own show rebooted? Do you guys know that a lot of the older shows that we grew up in love are going to have reboots? Do you guys understand this? Do you know that the market is thriving for it? You don't want to know why I say that? What is Hollywood doing right now? Tell me. What is Hollywood doing? Do you know what one of the biggest movies of this year was? Top Gun. Maverick. They brought back Top Gun 20 years later. And guess what? Everybody went to see it. Guess what else is out? Avatar. When was the last Avatar? 10, 15 years ago. And it sold billions already out of the park. They know it. Everyone knows it. What is gone comes back around. That's why it's like fashion, everything else. If you sit here and name some of the biggest shows that were from our past, like uh, Samurai Champloo, Cowboy Bebop, Naruto, Dragon Ball. I mean, I could keep going, but I'm not going to. I, I want to stop myself because I, I don't want to give too much away. All I'm saying is y'all need to be prepared. Like Scar said in Lion King, be prepared. Well, that's because he was going to kill his brother so he could take the freaking the whole valley for himself Scar, you evil man, but I think it's going to be one of the most amazing times to be alive as an anime fan, we really have no idea what's coming, but I have so many predictions, so much fun along the way, y'all have no idea, and by the way, real quick, before I get into some of these selections with you guys real quick Chainsaw Man, bruh episode 8 of Chainsaw Man wrecked me absolutely wrecked me I haven't had that feeling since the Red Wedding in Game of Thrones, which shook me to my core. Uh, How about Puella Magica uh, episode three? When you see what happens to mommy and everything that goes in with that show and what happens there with the switch? Unbelievable. There hasn't been many shows in anime that I can remember that leave me on a cliffhanger or a plot twist or give me such a switch within the middle of a show that shocks me. And episode eight of Chainsaw Man, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Nine, 10, 11, and 12 didn't even come close to what it did to me. I actually took a few weeks of a break after episode eight. Literally, after episode eight happened on Chainsaw Man, I didn't go back and watch any of it. And I was watching weekly when it was releasing. I just finished it yesterday. That's how you know I was shooketh to my core. Oh my God, episode eight. It was so effing good. The plot twist, the additive characters, everything involved into it. And now seeing where it's going to go now with season two. Bakima power. What is going on? And by the way, can I just mention this? Um, Adventure time Flint. Doesn't he remind you a lot of the main dude from chainsaw man? Or is it just me? Orange hair, daddy issues, a magic dog. I could keep going on. It, it, it's just, it's just a little weird. A little weird. <laughs> little. I probably, sh- I think he mentioned the the creator, the producer, whatever of Chainsaw Man said he got inspiration from characters on Adventure Time. stuff. So, but still, it just it's a little interesting. It's a little interesting. Okay. So now, <laughs> before we start in 2023, let's go through a few of these and have some fun with it. So let's start with the best and worst anime from 2022. Now. This one's tough because I thought to myself, how do I want to play this? Do I want to pick a continuation? Because if that's the case, I would have chosen Attack on Titan, the final part two of the final season, episode three of the final, final continuation of what will be the final after the final series. Uh, (laughs) I would have chosen Attack on Titan. Just because I think it did something amazing where it was finally the culmination of the rumbling and seeing everything come to this moment with Aaron and how he turned in to not only the hero, the protagonist, but switching himself to the antagonist now. And the entire world is trying to stop him, including his own friends and people. I, I Dude, I could go on and do a whole show about Attack on Titan right now, which I probably will after it ends. But I would have to say I was stuck between three. I was really stuck with Chainsaw Man, Spy Family, My Dress Up Darling. Those ones hit me hard. Like, I'm saying they hit me really hard with what I was not expecting. No disrespect to Cyberpunk. uh, No disrespect to any of the continuations like Bleach, Kaguya-sama, Overlord, To Eternity, (coughs) My Hero Academia. No disdain, right? I just really think Chainsaw Man has to take it, man. I mean, oh my gosh. I was so utterly excited to see how this 3D mixed with animation style, mixing into one of this shows, the manga, manwa, whatever it is, that it's so hyped and everybody was so excited for it to come out. Which, by the way, solo leveling next year, y'all have no idea how hyped solo leveling is going to be. It's probably going to be on a tier setting like Chainsaw Man, just saying now, but... I, unless, you know, M night Shyamalan just steps in like Avatar and just shits on it everywhere, I really think Chainsaw Man takes this one. I think Chainsaw Man is utterly the greatest anime from this year. It has did something that I never thought possible. I saw people who have never cosplayed in their life making cosplays of Chainsaw Man. Or of makima or power and doing all of these things every event i went to there was at least four to five chainsaw mans the show itself every week people were hyped everywhere i went people were talking about it every person i talked to was excited to watch it and trust me there's a lot of uh day one fans in anime or people that are old school viewerships that have other shows that they may have liked more but i'll just tell you this there is no way Anything can overtake Chainsaw Man from this first season. Spy Family was great. It shocked me. My Dress Up Darling was amazing, but I'm a simp for that stuff. That show did something I was not expecting, and that was to make me fall in love with a Shonen type anime? Who am I? I'm not the kind of guy that falls for that stuff. I mean, I it just, it utterly, I was so excited and so pumped. I loved it. I have to give it the best anime from 2022. Now, on the flip side... The worst anime from 2022. This is extremely personal. This is extremely biased. And this hit me, oh God, like a ton of bricks. I literally felt like I was sleeping in a bed at like a military camp. Like I was doing training or like, you know, whatever it's called. And I, I woke up in the middle of the night to a bunch of my like, uh, my, my companions, whatever it is, like beating me up with soap and a, a soap and socks. So they were just beating me up and I was getting all this pain, but there was no bruises shown. You know who did that to me? Rising of the Shield Hero. It is by far the worst anime from 2022. I am utterly disappointed on so many levels. I was touting the sh- the absolute Crap out of this show. I was telling so many people now for me, the first episode, a 50 minute episode, him blatantly getting stuck in this world, summoned as a shield hero, the four cardinal heroes, him being took in, becoming the shield hero, then playing him like a fiddle, the stupid bitch princess, whatever her name is, she just called bitch now. She literally made a false accusation and labeled this guy as a rapist, a rapist, took his life away. They threw him out of the kingdom and he had to survive on his own through the waves and everything and he found Raftalia who reminds me of Holo, which is why I'm biased there, but everything, she was the sword to his shield, the shield to the sword, the show, the show itself, the whole first season, the progression, the waves, everything, glass, what is going on? You were so hyped, everything was so dope and then season two happens, and I was waiting for it and it was turtle time? What? Everything was so rushed. They were like trying to get through this this arc with the turtle to build up to what was after it. I couldn't even make it through the turtle arc, and I tried. I tried, man. I watched five episodes or whatever. They chopped its head off, and they were like, oh, it's not dead yet. I'm done. I was so pissed off. I just don't know how to explain it. How do you go from being such a cool show and i know space cowboy you hated the show whatever dude your your taste is weird you like drifting dragons how do you go from such a good first season to that What was that? And there were so many people like, it gets better. I don't care if it gets better. You don't come off that much of a hype and then bamboozle me. You hog swab me. You used me and left me high and dry. You literally looked like the hottest girl in the world. I was seven shots deep. You looked sensational. Then I woke up next to you. You had no makeup on. And I had no idea who you were. That's what happened. I thought I found the love of my life. She was just some random girl. I didn't even know her name. What the hell happened? How can you do this to me? I am pissed off at all of you, all of you. I went out of my way to buy shirts. I was gonna buy the whole manga set. I was gonna support the crap out of you guys. I had you almost on my top 10 animes of all time. How dare you? (laughs) As you can tell, uh, that left a very sore place in my heart. (laughs) Okay, how about the best and worst main characters from 2022? Without a doubt, I'm starting with the worst main character, Kazuya from Rent-A-Girlfriend. This dude pisses me off to no extent or belief of my mind. I know people are trying to say, well, Alex, in season two, he finally started speaking up. He finally told Chizuru how he really feels. He finally told Uruka, Rika, whatever. And Sumi, you know, he's keeping his distance. He's doing what he can. Mami-chan's trying to get back, but he can't. No, 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 no. This is, like, quite simple. Kazuya is the guy... I hate to be around And I don't hate a lot of things in life Kazuya is one of those guys That just irks me to my soul This guy Who is in love with this girl Because he's been renting her They have this con They've been lying to their grandmothers And even though deep down Their grandmothers probably know They're trying to make it actually happen Because they like each other They think they're the best for each other And we all know that they're the best for each other Because they're both main characters How is it that this guy And I heard the writer of this series, too, makes this go on and on and on and on and on. It must be the last guy that made this show. And on and on and on and on. How is it that this is playing as long as it is? How is it that this kid in Chizuru can just not admit what's going on? I hate this bullcrap. I hate the games we play in this life. That is why I don't chase after women and all this bullcrap. I don't play these dumbass games. I don't do these things that other people enjoy doing. If I want to play a game, I'll sit down and play a video game, okay? I'm not trying to do all this petty bull crap I'm not trying to act like I don't like you so that way you like me so that way when I start liking you then you don't like me then I stop liking you but then you like me then I start dating somebody else and you want me more then you date somebody else and I want you more no it's quite simple dude let her know how you feel if she ain't about it move on you got another girl who wants you she's literally throwing herself at you and she's there all the time Go to her, dude. Let her make Chizuru jealous then. And if Chizuru finally wises up and comes to you, let it happen. Stop this bullcrap. I hate where it's like, well, you know, they can't because she's chasing her dreams and I don't want to get in the way. And she's like, I can't. He's my client. And it's weird now since we set up this weird premise and I can't tell him I like him because I don't even know if I like him, but I think I like him, but I can't admit to myself I like him because if I admit to myself I like him, then I'm going to go against everything I like. It's like, dog, I thought the first season was dope. I liked Chizuru. I love her character design. She's a beautifully designed character. She's that dream girlfriend you always wish about, just like Marin from, uh, just like Marin from Dress Up Darling. There, they don't exist in this life. There is no beautiful girl that is that wholesome, that down to earth, all that stuff. I mean, there probably is, but they're wiped up by now. They just don't exist, really, right? So that's why I love those characters. But Kazuya, oh my god, dude, Net, just n- check yourself before you wreck yourself, guy. Just pisses me off to no disdain. Ugh. And without a doubt, my favorite MC is absolutely Gojo Koon. Gojo kun from My Dress Up Darling. This guy is a saint. This guy is a literal angel from above who graced us with his presence to not only start making Hina dolls, but to go against his own self, his awkwardness, never having friends, nothing, to befriending the popular hot girl in school to helping her do something he's never done before. But he's so invested. He's so good at what he does. He's so creative. He creates all of this stuff for her. And he's around her. And we get to see all of her bustiness because of him. And he's there to support her. He does what he can. He falls for her. It's so effing cute. It's the story we all wish we could have had in high school. This guy is amazing. He does so much for everybody around him. He never puts himself before anybody else. He always second guesses, making sure he's doing enough or not overstepping his bounds. And guess what? The ending of that first season of My Dress Up Darling, I hope they never make another season again. It was perfect. It ended just as we wanted him sleeping, her on the phone, and she says, I love you. Spoiler, I know. I loved it. God, they were my favorite couple from this whole season. There's another one. Favorite couple, them. Favorite couple. Worst couple, Chizuru and Kazuya, okay? We can go with the same two on this. I loved Gojo-kun. The way he designed himself, The way he carried himself, so humble, so just amazing. He had a maul on his face, and it looked perfect with him. His design with his his traditional wear, and just, God, I loved it, man. It's really hard for me to not pick him. It's really hard. Like, trust me. I know there's a lot of people who like the main guy from Chainsaw. I think his name's Denji or something like that. I know he's cool. A lot of people hate on him, call him a simp and stuff. He's not a simp. He's what all of us were when we were 17. We were just trying to get our pee-pee touched, okay? Like, you can't hate on the kid. Stop it. If you do, you're full of crap, (laughs) okay? It's really dope. Really, really dope. So now, let's do this. Let's do the most surprising anime from 2022. 2022 and the least surprising anime. Now, I'll tell you this I was not expecting the eminence in Shadow to be so damn good. Like, I don't know if you all have seen this. Um, there's a reason why it's rated so effing high. It's hysterical. The action is over the top. The cliffhangers, the way it ends the first season, the whole aspect of him and all these ladies. Are, it just It was so funny to me. I could not believe how ecstatic I was to see this show. The humor is tastefully done. I was rolling, literally ROFLing, on a multitude of parts to this show I was never expecting it I thought it was so good I think it's one of the sleepers The top 5 sleepers of not hyped shows From 2022 It is so good If y'all never watched Eminence and Shadow Or don't even know what it is Go watch it God it's so good Oh my God, it's finally like an isekai type I've been waiting for. I, I, It's so overplayed now, and there's so many things that get so redundantly done. Like, for example, the harem scene, which don't even get me started on a bunch of these harems from this year. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I was intoxicated by it. And I'm telling you, I can't wait for more. I, I seriously hope that there's more. I, I really, I don't know. I haven't checked if there is supposed to be another one coming out or whatnot, but it was sensational. Oh, my God. I absolutely loved it. Now, on the flip side, uh, the one that I really don't understand, and I have a really hard time kind of fathoming why so many people enjoyed it. Bastard, Heavy Metal and Dark Fantasy. This show was so cringy to me. I could not understand what I was watching. The story is so bad. The main character is overly hot. The women are overly sexualized. You literally have to watch this and just be brain off. You have to be brain dead. There is no way you sat here and I watched as much as I could from that first season. I stopped halfway. I couldn't keep going. It was rough It was rough Like I, I <laughs> I'm telling you It was really bad I just It was so corny The first episode Was like What the heck Am I watching So I watched A few more episodes And I was like Dude there is no Substance here There is no sustenance It is just Over the top lewd and Etchy And just Trying to bring That like 80's metal hair, Hairband back With the vibes To it and everything. It was just It kind of Gave me the vibe Of an old school Vampire video game that you would play back in the 90s or, you know, late 80s or whatever it is. I did not care for it at all. I think it's overhyped if anybody talks highly of it. Uh, Netflix, I know what you were doing. You were just trying to go so cringe that it was good and you failed, for me at least. I just, I couldn't get into it. I know there was like a part two that came out as well. I only watched the first part, bruh. Yeah, didn't do it for me. Did not do it for me. Nope, 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 nope. And an honorable mention, real quick, to another one that surprised me, and I was very happy with how it turned out was Call of the Night. Uh, I love me, my pink haired waifus. I love the ladies that are a little bit more petite build, too. And the fact she was a vampire and the, the whole romance, comedy, rom com to this feel with the interspecies relationship with a human and a it just, I was so thoroughly impressed with it. It deserves a good rating, is all I'll say. I was not expecting it to be fun, enjoyable, and to have so many ups and downs to where I actually sat there and was like, yo, I'm actually digging the shit out of the show. Bro, I was only, I went for the waifu, I left with a good time. That's all I'm going to say, okay? absolutely loved it loved it loved it loved it now i want to end with a fun one and i feel like this is going to get a little controversial but that's okay controversy is the best and i have some other ones written down but we'll save this for another time the best season from 2022 for anime and the worst season now understand 2022 2022 is probably one of the most and in my opinion the best anime year we've had in a long time if not my whole life but if i have to pinpoint Between all of them, for the best and the worst, between winter, spring, summer, and fall, the best one, without a doubt, is the fall season. Fall season wins 10 out of 10 times. You had Bleach coming back. You had a new arc of Berserk drop. You had Chainsaw Man. You had Blue Lock. You had Golden Kami of Four. You also had JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. You had, as well... My Hero Season 6, Mob Psycho Season 3, Eminence in Shadow, To Your Eternity Season 2, Spy Family Part 2, Tony Kawa, the Little Side Fun Story Episode. Oh my effing God. The end of 2022 was where it was at, especially with the Sword Art on Light Progressive Arc second sh- movie that came out. Oh God. The, it's without a doubt, the fall season was the best. There was a lot of little sleeper ones that were along with this one too that I didn't even get to mention because of how hyped I was for everything else I talked about. But there were a lot of hidden gems within this one as well. Bulk Chi the Rock, which I'm sure many people haven't heard of, but that's okay. It's a hidden gem for a reason. And of course, you know the slice of life simp like me As soon as soon and the isekai lover when I saw reincarnated as a sword and also more than a married couple but not lovers, it, it's fall. It's fall. You can't argue this with me. You can't fight against me. They closed out the year perfectly. Now, if you want me to say the worst season, ah, this one's kind of tough because, you know, again, there's a lot of good things that were coming out. I might have to say winter. I know. I know. I just hold on. If you remove the tack on Titan from the winter season, the best stuff you had in here, the best stuff, and this says a lot, if I removed that, is uh, my dress up darling, which is good. Kotoro lives alone, which was sensational. That's about it. Oh, Teasing Master tagagi Sun 3. I mean, that was good too. But other than that, there was no... Oh my God. World's End Harem was in this one. I, I I take it all back. World's End Harem was the best anime from this whole series. No, it's hard. Dude, it's really hard. Oh, man. I would say it's a solid tie then. now I can't. Spy Family was there. Uh Oh, but you know what? Rising the Shield Hero was in Spring. So if you remove Spy Family... Yeah, I didn't care for Rising the Shield Hero, did not care for Shiki Mori's not just a cutie. That show by the way, I got a rift absolutely dog crap. I love my pink-haired waifus. To the end of my day, you tell me a girl with pink hair 10 out of 10 times and blue eyes 12 out of 10 times. But Shiki Mori rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't like the fun it's supposed to be quote-unquote comedy play to her being like overprotective and this guy just being so klutzy he literally would kill himself because of how he always puts himself in situations where either gets hit by something something falls on him he gets collided by something something goes. he's literally what is that one movie where it's like everything that can kill final destination it's literally final destination but cheeky Mori protects the hell out of this guy and she has like this really dark evil possessive vibe to him where I'm just not that type bro like if I'm dating somebody y'all we respect each other like we're we're together to build you don't own me, like you don't own me, Eddie Murphy. You know, Ron delirious. I just didn't care for that show at all. I bailed after three episodes, and that says a lot. Being a guy who's a slice of life fan, okay, it's spring. It's spring. It's spring. Remove uh, the final season of Love Is War and take out Spy Family. Yeah, uh, spring was shit. <laughs> it was absolutely dog. Oh, dude, but Ahara-san wa hakarena. Hi, and a couple of cuckoos. Ch- <laughs> cuckoos. Yeah, those were good. All right. I think that's enough I've had fun guys I without a doubt I'm ecstatic to be back I thank you guys for there's a good amount of people still playing the show even while I was taking a break to get through with everything and moving forward just know Anime Senpai is back make sure you guys have followed me on all social platforms because TikTok we are moving forward with posting every day I'm going to start doing some Instagram reels as well because I have to start building the Instagram side on that so I'll do different content on both so you guys get some more stuff and as well the discord you guys need to join the discord this year i have a lot of big things planned for the discord some watch parties some meet and greets with the fans to go watch movies we're also going to be doing some fun stuff discord exclusive party stuff like i I can't tell you everything now because i want to keep it a surprise but a lot of big things coming this year I'm a fond believer. Don't wait for a new year to start doing things, but now it's the new year, so I'm doing things. (laughs) So shout outs to you guys and all my love to you, man. I hope you guys have been doing well. I hope you know that if you are going through a tough time, life can get dark for people. I know the world is scary, the world problems, even accepting ourselves, our family, our friends, trying to... Don't be isolated. Don't think that you're left alone. Don't think that there's nobody there for you. I also do another show that's very much based in helping others. It is called. Shallow Oceans Podcast It's three words, it's on every major platform Wherever you listen to this I touch on a lot of stuff I'm going to be diving a lot into that show as well this year Because I feel like it does some good things for people I feel that I'm able to go into different brackets of entertainment And aspects of enlightenment and knowledge Because I want to help people And my base premise of doing every single show Is to help one person I want to So that's why I've talked about religion I've talked about depression I've talked about relationships I've talked about love I've talked about letting it go moving forward Uh, you name it family enjoying the moment I talk about anything and everything because when I sit down it's a lot like this show I don't have much planned especially with shallow oceans I just have an idea and I see where it takes me I see where my mind riffs and I see exactly where it goes and the conversation is beautiful because it's just me talking to you like this is so I love you guys so welcome back. Anime is full send. A lot of great stuff in the mix. A lot of live streaming stuff coming up as well, like on TikTok lives. I'll just be randomly going live on there, but if you're in the Discord, you'll know it's happening. As well as prepping for the Twitch side because that's going to be this new PC build I'm doing. So I want to have some better stuff and quality for the streaming for drip, as well as all this other attributes. And shout outs to two of the streamers in my Discord. Shout outs to Law the Fairy. She's a Twitch streamer. As well as shout outs to Scooboy Q Scoob they're both twitch streamers go give them a follow show them some love and support and be there for everybody because i want to build a brand and a network that everybody can support and grow from it takes a village let's do this baby i love you guys thank you so much 2022 was ecstatic and amazing but i have some very very high hopes and expectations for 2023 i know i said 2022 was the best anime year we had uh 2023 is gonna smash it solo leveling be prepared be prepared trigun when it comes back oh spice and wolf i hope it drops the end of this year oh and also we're gonna get announcements i'm telling you naruto is coming back mark my words Buruto doesn't exist it's terrible if you like it you're full of crap love you guys <laughs> i'll see you next week senpai out